I want to get back to the ball mounting. Who was, for, who, was who was responsible for privatising the phones for the blood testing? So, That's one. I, I was, I, I'm, I'm on morphine, and I have to go up to Bowman every so often. Now, I'm, for, I'm glad that doesn't affect me. But I was up there before Christmas, and a man came in, an elderly man came in, and handed in his, I want to make a blood test, I'm, I'm, have a blood test. The girl said, I'm very sorry, I can't take it off you. These phones are privatised, you'll have to phone. And if you don't phone between half ten and half twelve, after that, it's two euro five for the phone. And if you use a mobile phone, it's, it's, it's dearer. And the girl said to me, I'm turning away elderly people who said they can't get through on that phone. Now, that's a, that, I think that's a disgrace. But nobody seems to know who private... Is this the start of privatising the hospitals? A friend of mine went up to the, to, to the Mara Hospital. He, he's a third civil servant. He was able to walk in and have all his tests done within four hours. Well, there's 30 people in the, in the building next door sitting on chairs. Okay, well, we'll, 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 um, we'll ask one, the group. We'll ask... One other comment. Yep. David Beggs was given a, a 20,000 20 20, a week on the pension board by John Burton. And do you know what he said? It's not a pot of gold, it's only 20,000. That's two years of my pension. Okay. And I'm only entitled to a government pension. Okay, I'm going to ask Tommy Brown for a comment on that. Is it right that the phones will be privatised in Bowman? No, I think it's outrageous. Uh, I, I know, I think, uh, I think uh, somebody brought that to, to my attention, and, and I did get on to uh, uh, Minister Bradker, um, uh, you know, about it. I mean, it seems to be a parts of the, of the health service being uh, sort of steadily... Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, privatised, yeah. And uh, just the last comment, uh, comment you made there uh, about, I mean, I think the, uh, I, w- I was disappointed that uh, uh, David Begg, who had been this, you know, Secretary of the Irish Congress of Trade Unions, that he made such, uh, an, you know, an amazing, extraordinary comment uh, about uh, the sum of, you know, €20,000, uh, a very significant uh, payment for, for doing that particular job. Um, and, and also, of course, the... the yeah, but also also the fact that the general rules in relation to uh, appointments, we, we've talked about transparency. I mean, one of the things about, again about this government, uh, they were talking about more open government, uh, transparent government, doing things better uh, and more openly. But in many respects, uh, I mean, they use guillotines again and again on, on bills to push bills through. Uh, like we were up in the middle of the night, for example, on, on, uh, on, the, on the water taxes, uh, in my own case. Uh, and, 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 and other people um, on, on the, the uh, right to water opposing, uh, opposing the government's proposals. But, you know, the, in many respects, I think, in, the, in this government, uh, they continued the bad old practices of, uh, of previous, uh, previous dolls. We do, we do need, I think, a, a total reform of the doll as well, and particularly the one thing I've been saying over the, the last year or two, especially we need an estimates committee so that ourselves... Uh, or, or anybody who wants to get into the doll and, and the whole community, that we can actually have a full discussion about what, the, say, the next budget would involve, um, uh, you know, and go through it, in fact, department by department, um, and, and have, have a public debate so that by the time of budget, uh, a budget time, that people know exactly what, how they want to spend money and not to be, uh, you know, obviously privatising important parts of the system.
Okay, um, I want to come to uh, Michael O'Brien as well on this one. I say, thankfully, one thing Ireland does lack is uh, an official honours system or anything like the House of Lords that you see in Britain. However, we do have this situation where uh, of people being appointed at the boards as an equivalent of an honour system in this country, uh, and David Begg was mentioned as a prime example. But that is a scandal in of itself. But why was David Begg awarded? that position, uh, the guy who was the leading trade unionist in this country for over a decade, because I think that we were badly served by David Begg and we are being badly served by the leadership of most uh, of, our, of our trade unions. I would regard th- them during the course of this crisis as peacetime generals during what was effectively a one-sided uh, uh, class war where you know, there wasn't a significant defence mounted of uh, working conditions that were assaulted in all sectors of the economy, public, private uh, and semi-state. Uh, likewise. And by the way, this, this is going on in terms of the assault on workplace conditions, and we need an adequate response from the trade union movement. I mean, we're going to hear talk about jobs and so on and so forth, but the first thing you mentioned was effectively a form of outsourcing and bombing. But two local uh, iconic employers, Crown Paint and Cadbury's, are both in the process of outsourcing jobs. Now, Mondelez, which owns Cadbury's and Crown Paints, are both profitable companies, but as far as they're concerned, they're not profitable enough. Hence, they're trying to outsource 17 jobs in, uh, I think, the warehouse in uh, Cadbury's, and like was 23 jobs in uh, Crown Paints uh, as well. So there's a job of work to be done by the trade union movement, but the thing is, you know, we don't want the, any more David Beggs uh, in that movement of ours, like, you know, when we see the just reward he gets because of the re- relationship the trade union movement has at leadership level with the Labour Party. We need a new fight in trade union movement. Okay, we have about 10 minutes left in the debate and uh, I want to take one more question from the audience and then uh, we have a number of questions that came in on text, so I'm going to just go through the panel and give you one question each. It'll be a different question each, and, and uh, we'll uh, finish up the programme in that way. So we'll take the, the uh, question here from the audience. Uh, we have one early intervention team uh, for children with uh, autism between Dublin Bay North and Dublin Fingal, covering 300,000 people with uh, or children with autism. How is this to be expanded, extended... The provision is a fifth of the size it should be. I would have one observation with regard to uh, unemployment. I think it's churlish to say that uh, the government haven't done something as regards unemployment. They've brought it from 14% to 8.5% and something at some point in time should be acknowledged. Okay. Um, Philip McGrath, can you... Can you yeah. The autism yeah. Uh, issue, I think uh, <clears throat> what we have to do is to ensure... Uh, in this particular incident that all children with autism uh, have a proper uh, services from the cradle to the grave that would be my my uh, broader philosophy uh, just tomorrow we're meeting a group of parents actually in Kilbarrick uh, of uh, of children with autism so from my point of view as somebody who's a disability rights campaigner and as also as a parent of a child with an intellectual disability it's, it's a very important issue but we have to do more and we have to put the money into services just on your point on unemployment uh, you're not fully correct. The national figure has gone down to 8%, except that. But there are parts of this constituency where unemployment is higher, way higher than that. In fact, double. 